0: Hello and
1: welcome to episode 115 of Zion's Finest, the pen Ultimate Episode. This is Kenny Brown and I'm joined by my brother, Matthew Scott. Hello, hello. Um, what we're going to do today is, um, for those of you who do not know, Matt is the recent Nationals champion, having won at LVO. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about the list that we ran um, to the tournament. We're going to give just kind of a general breakdown as to the final meta season, what where we think everything is shaking out What we think the best list is, and kind of give our reasonings for that. So first off, Matt, maybe do you want to give a little bit of a background as to um, why we started playing? So the list that we're talking about is Double Pirates. Why, when, like, give the genesis as to like why we started playing this list?
0: Yeah. So I mean, I mean, so Scum Hunters have been around forever, right? They run since Java's realm. Always have been strong, right? They've arguably been the strongest faction in the game for most of the game's history, right? So, back in Worlds 2019, as we were preparing to go to that event, you know, Tyrants of Lothal had just dropped. Everyone in the community was very quickly realizing just how stupid, strong Specter Cell was. Yep. And you and I were just heartbroken about Specter Cell. Yep. Right? We were... We hated it. We hated playing against it. Yep. We hated playing with it. We just could not bring ourselves to do it. And so, we we sort of decided, the two of us and also JK. Yep. Um, decided that rather than playing the list, which was the right smart thing to do from a competitive perspective, we were going to try to figure out some kind of tech that could beat it a reasonable amount of the time. Um, so we started looking at Scum Hunters. We mm-hmm. played around with a lot of different stuff. A lot. A lot different, of different like, bakes and variations. So and, many iterations um, of Scum Hunters. And basically what we landed on is this list, the, the version of it that was at Worlds last year. It's changed a little bit in a recent incarnation, but the, the deployments that are in it, you've got two sets of Elite white Pirates. You've got Onar, Greedo, um, this crazy support suite, of Jabba, Gideon, 3PO, and then a regular Jabba scavenger. Yep. And then you've got upgrades, which are temporary <laughs> alliance, um, devious scheme, and then... Black Market. Black Market. Mm-hmm. So the theory was, you know, Spectre is this melee list. They just kind of all charge at you. So you kind of hunger down in your deployment zone. You draw a whole bunch of good hunter cards. Yep. You focus up as quickly as possible you gain a couple extra points from Jabba from killing things, and really the theory there was like, you have a lot of guns, yep, so so yep. that you can reasonably, with the help of hunter cards, actually trade pieces with Specter, which like no one else could do, right. 'Cause previously in the metagame it was very much about like the Hunter Alpha Strike. Yep. It was can you get a huge tempo swing off of one big play? Yep. You bomb IGN with Blaze of Glory. Yep. You have a big Elite Rangers activation that blows something off the map from across the thing. Yep. And then suddenly you have a huge piece advantage. Yep. Uh the problem with Spectre was you kill one of them, doesn't even you've matter. got five more to deal with. Yep. Um and so you can't like you, you can't get that tempo swing. But between On the Lamb and some of the other shenanigans happening in this particular list, I would guess that it like it felt like we had about a 40% win rate against Spectre players who knew how to play the matchup. Yeah, um, There were a lot of Spectre players who hadn't practiced against yeah. Scum and would sort of play it too slow or do some other things. Yeah. You did reasonably well with it at Worlds last year. Yeah, I felt... You made the top cut.
1: Yeah, I felt... I, I I went 3-1 and one against Spectre. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I lost on Tarkin and I won on... Let's see what it would have been. Fluctuations, and I think both malls matched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I mean I think like there's like fluctuations is obviously a really good matchup for, yep. for Scum mm-hmm. versus Spectre. But on Blitz, like I don't know if we ever won again. No. Right? Like, because no one could.
0: Yeah, exactly. So. Right. So we were sitting on that for a while. The the Spectre errata came through far too late. Yes. Um, thanks, Todd. <clears> not. Thanks a lot. <laughs> um And everyone was sort of like, well, it seems like Spectre is back, you know, is gone now, probably not good anymore. We started looking at and thinking about the meta. And I mentioned this in the last time that I was on the podcast, but I started to look pretty seriously at, like, Vader Jets. Yeah. Because my my thought process was, hey, Jets were really good back in the Heart of the Empire meta. Yep. Vader Jets was really competitive with Scum. Absolutely. Hunters and with rangers and everything else. And the only reasons that Jets even fell out of favor was because that they were absolutely worthless against Spectre. Can't put any damage on like, them. Can't put any damage on them. They were just like little bags of points for them to <laughs> that's gobble <exactly> up. right. <laughs> so, but now that that wasn't really the case anymore, maybe Jets need to come back. Also, mm. in the little thaw box, Empire gets access to Thrawn to burn yes. out some hunter cards. Oh gosh, Thrawn's Seems amazing. Seems pretty good. Yep. And then the other piece of that was like, hey, there's this card in thought called Doubt <laughs> that seems like it might slow down the whole focus ramp thing. Yeah. So Scott and I – Scott is our resident Vader player. We started tinkering around with that a little bit. We both ran very similar Vader Jets lists at the Utah Regional. Mm-hmm. He did pretty well. Yeah. I did not. <laughs> um, and – And that was when I started to kind of have my first doubts about it. So I had a moment in the Utah Regional where I was up against JK, who was running double off cat scum. And we were fighting on Tarkin weapons, and his cats picked up red weapons. And literally, it was like a single activation plus like an end of round ferocity, like three attacks, his cats killed Vader. Oh my gosh. And I had done nothing to his board stage. Oh my gosh. And I was just like, well, I lost. (laughs) That was fun. And and it just felt very brittle and very fragile. Which is interesting about Vader. Like, you shouldn't feel that way, right? No, but, like, you shouldn't. But. But,
1: but, well, like, where the offensive curve is, it is that. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, mm-hmm. Vader, if he's not coming in at the end of the game yeah. when your opponent has spent resources, like, if your opponent has still got all 13 of his cards, mm-hmm. you know, he's planning to burn, Vader's
0: going to die really quick. Yeah. So. And that was the thing that I, like, really internalized playing back when Hello. I was playing Han Rangers in the Heart of the Empire meta. Yeah. Was, like, when you run into Vader, the whole goal of the matchup was, like, you just ace Vader. Yeah. And then suddenly it's, like, Jets versus Han. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have <laughs> fun, Jets. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, um, but when you have stuff like Tarkin that allows these, like, really yep. noble cats to pick up weapons. Yep. And, like, shoot in from way across the map. Yep. While you're approaching to just ace stuff suddenly that prospect becomes a little bit tougher. You know, doubt's still great. Yeah. Thrawn is still great. Yeah. Right. The other piece of it for me, and, and like, the, I pivoted back to this scum list maybe four or five weeks ago. Okay. Um, and a big piece of it for me, honestly, was like, I, my life was pretty busy. I yeah. didn't have as much time to practice and figure out a version of Vader that I was going to feel confident playing. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I've been playing scum hunter. I've been playing hunters for like years and yeah. years and years. Um, the map rotation was exactly the same as it was at Worlds yep. last year, yep. so I was like, I could, you know, try to figure out this Vader thing, or I could go back to this basically the same list that I played at Worlds last year, same map rotation. I have all these reps in, yeah, um, and we'll kind of see how it goes. Um, uh, we made some tweaks to it, so we took DV scheme out, yep. we put doubt in, yep. couple of command card changes, relatively small ones, yep. I think.
1: Like to the limit for Fleetfooted. Yeah,
0: to the limit in instead of Fleetfooted. Yep. Um, I think Tough Luck ended up back in because of doubt. I, I actually always had Tough <clears but> Luck. <throat> it's possible that I'm just misremembering that. Yeah. Um, so it might just be a single card change now yeah. that I think about it. But you and J.K. and I all ran this exact same list yep. at LVO uh, last weekend. Um. What well, before we get into that, mm-hmm. what we should
1: say is so. Um, so, JK was running cats. I actually ran the, the scum hunter list at the regional. Yes. Um, and I didn't lose a game on the day. I beat Scott's yep. Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, and I beat a few... Like, I, I beat a few things. But, like, when I played Scott's Vader on Tarkin, mm-hmm. and our game wasn't super close, I knew. I was like, okay. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like, Vader's good, and Vader does what Vader does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you are able to, like, keep space from Vader while picking off jets on the approach, mm-hmm. or if they overcommit Vader... Um, and you are able to remove him or put a ton of damage onto him, mm-hmm. like that just kind of changes like how the game's going to be played, right? Yeah. And he has to be really mm-hmm. careful with Vader. And then you're like, okay, well, I can win on points. Yeah, yeah. I've
0: got Java. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is the other detail about Vader that I didn't actually realize until like seeing how LVO shook out. Uh-huh. But like in my head, I had sort of been like, oh, hey, back in the heart of the Empire meta, we had the um, uh, the swamps map. No, yeah. is it no Nahada? Nahada. Thank yeah. you. Um, now Hutta, where it was like hey that's a really long range far stretched out map yeah. where like these short range figures have to approach yep. it seemed like Vader did okay yeah. right um and Lothal seems kind of similar to that so maybe it's okay but it yeah. turns out there's a pretty big difference in the quality of those maps for Vader. Oh yeah. Right so on the um <clears throat> on now Hutta, it was like you had all this mobile terrain that you jets could fly over to scoop up points. Yep. And, then, and on the other side, you also have those shield generators that, like, subtract surges from yeah. range attacks.
1: And there's a lot of points on the board. And there's board. a lot
0: of points on the board. Yeah. You have these long, like, open fields of line of sight on that map. For so Vader, Vader could force yeah, choke exactly. on the approach yep. or end of round. And so that map actually was a fairly strong one for Vader. And Whereas, the Jets. And the Jets. Yeah. Whereas, like, Lothal, like, fluctuations is just such a rough draw. Yeah. Well, the other like, thing about it is like so
1: with Nalhada. Like, if for those of you who don't know, Nalhada's map is really just think of it as one long hallway that ha- is, has, like, two ancillary hallways on mm-hmm. the side, right? So it is... And the, the the teams start, like, on opposite ends of the hallway and just kind of, like, move towards each other. Now, there's obviously like the ability...
0: some cover, but pretty minimal. Pretty minimal. In between.
1: And the thing is, is that it's really easy for Vader and the Jets to, like, spread out and, like, put pressure on the entire board, right? Mm-hmm. Even if, like... Um, like, places are just not as far apart from each other as they are on, like, Lothal. Whereas Lothal, you can just pinwheel around Vader, yep. right? Like, the whole time. Mm-hmm. I, I played against Scott. At, um, our, he was round one at LVO. We drew fluctuations. I literally just, like, pinwheeled mm-hmm. around him, like, yep. removing removing things.
0: <clears throat> so, and I had a similar thing happen at LVO. So, I, I, I played against Joey round one. Okay. And he was running his, like, Riot Troopers, Captain Tarot, yep. Thrawn, so Empire stuff, right? Yeah, Empire Spies. Empire Spies. super Spies. And... And he he sort of recognized, like, hey, if I send all my dudes one direction, uh, Matt's just going to pinwheel. Yep. So he split up his dudes. Yeah. So then I just collapsed on the weaker side. Yep. um, Killed them. Killed them. Mm -hmm. And then, like, like I killed Taro before he did anything with, like, long range shots. Yep. it's the same problem, and, like, there were some silly things that happened in that game, too. I think I, like, I rolled four dodges and four white Ooh. defense r- results, Ooh. and, like, so he ended up killing, like, my Jawa, and that was it the whole game. Ooh. But it was like that was kind. Of, it, Fluctuations it didn't is just a it's just a it, terrible. It's map. an awful
1: map for those for mm-hmm, lists yep. that need to get up
0: and close. And like blitz, um, blitz is in some ways not as good as you might think. Yeah, like it it, it still gives like Vader Jets an opportunity to press up, yeah, push forward. It's yep. definitely like. Better, yeah. And, and I'm not like an expert on that particular matchup. We should have Scott on to talk about that a little bit more. There. But even then, it was sort of like there's some option to, If you're playing hunters, you just like hunker down, yep, and just sort of blow the face off of whoever pokes their head up That's first. That's exactly right. Right, like,
1: and you can still do that same thing of like pinwheeling around, yes. right? So like Vader, like they're going to come up, but. Unless he splits his troops up, like, you're going to have a place to go. And if he splits his troops up, you just kill the weaker side,
0: right? Right. And so most of the time it's the Mm non-spire side. Hopefully that's where Vader Mm -hmm. is without his Mm -hmm. jets. So in assessing kind of the rest of the meta and what else is out there, so lists that are kind of see and play, um, you have, like, your Han, Dracata, Sabine, Rebel Hero stuff. I hadn't heard of anybody playing like the box tile stuff. Like, Kenny, you abandoned the yeah, box because you didn't
1: think it was viable. Well, the problem um, with the box is the box I was playing is that Hunter Dicott are your shooters, and you can't kill the jets fast enough, right? Right. Um, but there was actually was a box at LVO. There Graf, was. Grasser was running the box mm-hmm. um, with Sabine instead of Hera and two jets right. or two Alliance smugglers, right? Which is I actually think a pretty solid
0: list, yeah. Um. And but the, and then those are kind of the lists that you expect from rebels. Nobody was really expecting Spectre, but like Sam brought it. Sam brought it. Um, yeah, he did, and did pretty well. Yeah, so yeah. I, th- I think that there's still some legs to Spectre, right? Yep. Um. And then in terms of like like, but Empire offerings are pretty much like vader jets yep. or like a Jake, trooper swarm right? yeah
1: like a true some kind of like a weird trooper yep. swarm that
0: people just aren't running um and then in scum you have you have scum with cats you have scum without cats yep. you have scum with vp you have it without vp yeah and like sort of what we kind of concluded going into the thing was that this particular version of scum that's just straight up like i'm gonna kill you you get a little extra points from java but that's yeah. not really why job is there no um It was sort of like you could endure a cat's alpha strike you could push aggressively enough and have enough of a fight with anything else, including, like, VP manipulation. Yep. That you could make a contest out of just about anything, yep. no matter which map you're on.
1: Yep. It's interesting, like, when you um, listen to people in, like, other competitive games talk about the lists that win are, like, the all-comers list. Right. Like, what is the list that has an answer for everything? And, mm-hmm. like, that's what this list does. That's it's exactly got it, right? offensive <clears throat> depth on the bench so that you can lose figures and trade. It's got defensive shenanigans in terms of you've got extra protection with owners, that allows you to make favorable trades when they kill your guys. Obviously, you've got Onar, 3PO, and On the Lamb. So you've just got, like, ways to answer most
0: Mm -hmm. of the problems, right? It's, like, in a lot of ways, like, I I feel kind of weird saying this, but, like, part because we sort of teched it around trying to go toe-to-toe with Spectre, it's kind of a pseudo-Spectre in that way. Yeah. Where it's just sort of, like, you have a bunch of threats. Yep. And... Unless you have dealt with all of them or at least most of them, like you're still in the game. Yeah, totally. And that's a pretty big ask for you know like for a lot of lists that are that are options right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just the case Mm -hmm. that when you as you're losing figures, as long as you're not losing your supports, um, your offensive power just stays high all game, and that is Mm -hmm. just not how like Vader and the Jets. Mm -hmm. They lose a few Jets and. Like, if Vader and the Jets has Vader, but only two Jets, you're like, okay, well, I just stay away from Vader, yep. and
0: those two Jets aren't going to kill anybody, right? Yep. So, like, as an example, in the for the final match at LVO, uh-huh. it came down to, it was up against Sam, who's running Spectre. Yep. Uh, it came down to, it was like, he had, uh, the last round was he had Kanan left. Okay. I had Java 3PO Gideon one week way, Kay. and Onar. Okay? Right. There you and go. that's that's enough guns to deal to Kane. Yep, that is right? exactly right cuz it's like right. I've lost so many already. Yep, I've lost 4 <laughs> of my 6 guns and yeah, I've still got enough firepower to But even like Gideon
1: with a focus, yeah, it's not bad, not right. bad,
0: right? Yeah, right, he, he can pitch in a couple damage. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely right. So maybe what we'll do now is um, let's mm-hmm. talk about. Um, do you have any more thoughts like going into LVO, and then we can, and if not, we can summarize mm-hmm. how LVO went and kind of like give some thoughts on that. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Okay, so give me um, so LVO. Let's talk about how our matchups went. What we how, like, the and assess the relative strength. of yeah, the
0: Yeah. So, I mean, one thing that I think is worth mentioning as we go into this was like, I, I mean, we know that like OP support is grinding yeah. down. There's all this stuff, right? The management of the event was pretty sad, yeah, like overall. So, like, like we had 12 people show up in total. Yeah. Right. And six of us were from the Utah crew. That's right. <laughs> so. You um, taught for life? Like, I, I could literally just name every player that played in the event, right? Yep. We ended up with 11 players, actually, because when we got to the event, Jesse had been called in to be like, hey, we may or may not need you judge. We don't really know. <laughs> so come, we'll have you judge or play, depending. Yeah. This is Jesse Betts. Jesse from, Betts, yeah. who's
1: great. And he's, like, he's
0: TO'd bigger events before.
1: Like So he was, like, kind of, I don't know if, like, what he was expecting. He was hoping to play, right?
0: He, yeah, he, he brought a list. He was hoping to play, right? Yeah. So, like, we showed up. They they put us just in the same room as Legion. Yeah. And we showed up, and there were no staff from the event to, like, run it. That's right. Like, we talked with the Legion staff, and they were like, oh, yeah, they, like, gave us your stuff. <laughs> um, and, like, so basically what happened is that Jesse ran the event. Yeah. Um and after Legion got started, he would like have them generate the pairings using oh, their software, yeah, and then he just did everything else. Yeah, that's how it did Right. Go. So it was kind of a nightmare from that perspective, yeah. Right? But it was like we joked that we could have just held the event in our Airbnb, yeah, which we could have, we could have, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, it was a, it was a really fun. Well, we should also experiment. say, like in terms of like the players
1: who showed up, showed up. We were like going through it, like. So many players yeah, had won I think, regionals. I think
0: we counted, and every single person that had, that was playing in that event had won a regional or a higher-level competitive yeah, event. I mean, we had right? Lucas Davidson, yeah, was, Lucas there. Davidson I mean, was there. Yeah, Lucas Davidson was there. I mean, and so... Like, like you and Scott have made the World's Top Cup multiple times. Yeah, Noah. Um,
1: Noah won the Seattle Regional against DT, yeah, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was like, Seattle, but... It
0: was, it was an incredibly skilled and stacked, like, field of players. Very. Right? Very, very good um, field.
1: Okay, so let's talk about um, let's talk about our matchups. We don't don't need to do like round by rounds with yeah. Swiss, but just in terms of maybe what we'll do is we'll go through the Swiss missions, who we played and how we think it fared. Sure. Okay, so I'll start. Yeah. So I played Scott on Fluctuations and he was running Vader. Mm-hmm. And I So like you know what um with Destiny, um, speaking of another game, FFG sucks at keeping alive. <laughs> um do you know um, Reflex, Andrew Cox? Have you heard of? Yeah, him? yeah. Okay. So I, I when I was at, I went to Destiny Worlds this last year, and yeah. Andrew was there. And um, I was talking to him because I really Andrew is just such a cool guy. And he's really accessible. Um, mm-hmm. he's actually the one of the reasons why I wanted us to start playing Destiny, right. is because mm-hmm. he's just a really solid player. He also played IA uh, back in the back in the good old days. Mm-hmm. So I went up to I was I saw him, so I wanted to go talk to him, and he was running Chopper Droids. And I said to him, "Oh, like that's a really, really like it's like seems like the strong like the best deck." Mm -hmm. And um, he said, "Yeah." He said, "There's just a game plan, and you just run the game plan, you know. And if you run the game plan and you know what you're doing and are able to just be like consistent and smart with things, um, it'll just get you through your games." Right. And I realized, like playing the double pirates list, like it is the exact same. There's just a game plan, Mm -hmm. right? Like you don't make you be more conservative than you Mm -hmm. think you should be. Um, you don't expose yourself or take risks unnecessarily because mm-hmm. you don't need to, right? Like, right. just just play a safe game. So, like, with Scott, all I did was he was bringing his guys around, I rotated away, killing, like, officers and, um, like, one or two jets to, like, put pressure on him, and he, like, could just never close, you know, because I had a full, like, lineup of focused hidden pirates. He went to go kill... He was finally able to rotate around and kill, like, mm-hmm. Gideon and Jabba, but, like, it doesn't even matter. And so if you're running... If you're running scum... You just need to know that on lists, like, or on maps like Fluctuation, um, just run the game plan. Like, don't make Mm -hmm. dumb mistakes, right? Like, don't Mm -hmm. try and
0: have a shoot-off with them. Yep. Who'd you play? Oh, did. Oh, round one, I played Joey Fluctuations. Same thing. Riot Troopers, same thing. So there were a couple of things where it was, like, he made a pretty big mistake early on. Uh Uh-huh. Um, where he uh, discarded a card to strain that he thought he had seen from Thrawn, but he had actually drawn the card he saw. Oh. So the one he discarded was one of his copies of reinforcements, oh. which was <laughs> that feels bad. man. Feels bad, man. <laughs> right. I I had come like, on, Joey. Like I, I I rolled like four dodges, <laughs> yeah. like, and every time I just felt bad about them because yeah. I was like, this is just extra. Like it was insulting. It was like I pinwheeled on him. Yep. I killed all his stuff. I think he literally killed just a Jawa, oh, man. and I killed everything except for Thrawn. Oh my god! Um, so it was pretty tough. Yeah, I mean, like I think that's just
1: if I were an Imperial player, I don't, and I don't know. This mm-hmm. would be interesting to see what Scott thinks. I think you've got
0: to figure out a way to pincer without being collapsed upon. I kind of feel like that fluctuations itself is just such a like risk. Oh, sure. For empire right now. Yeah. That like, like that one map really hurts empire. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know (laughs) what, I don't know what they do.
1: Yep. Um, okay. Uh, round two, who's your round two? My round two was against Sam,
0: red inspector with extra armor. Okay. Um, and that was on blitz. Oh, okay um and i actually lost this round okay so and it was interesting because i think it was i think it was winnable like sam afterwards described it as he was like he felt like it was like 70 or it was 30 70 favored for me oh interesting um just just because of like the the amount of damage spec like it, like, I hunker down, my deployment zones, factor has to your approach, your yep. trading shots, all that stuff. And right? they're losing the static plus one damage plus one block, which yep. makes such mm-hmm. a huge difference. So it's like, Dowd is dealing with some tokens. Yep. You can focus fire down some people, right? So, like, it was fairly even for a while. He had a lot of pressure on me because of Blitz. Yeah. Ultimately, there were a couple of things. So I made a pretty big... So his dice were pretty hot, Yeah, um, which was great. And then I made a pretty big mistake in the final round. Mm-hmm. Where I, it was sort of like, he had three guys left, I had like two week ways left and some support. And I thought that I had an option to play, to sort of take some safe shots, fall back, protect my dudes. Yeah. Yeah. It turned out he, he killed all of them. Holy smokes! And and, and if, or all of my, but, but both of my weak ways, yeah. which is what was important, right? Yeah. If I had if I had just sort of embraced like yeah they're probably gonna die and I had go, and I had gone for the riskier plays that would have scored me points yeah. that would have killed his figures as that opposed that to of just of putting
1: damage on figures.
0: At, like so, like I chose to shoot for Zeb, who I was not gonna be able to kill. Yeah. Instead of killing Chopper and Hera. Okay. Um, to score points. Yes. And trying to make it difficult for him. And it was like he beat me by two points on time. Yeah, there you go. Right. So, yeah. So, it was definitely mistakes made on my part. Well, good play on his. Just miscalculations. Miscalculations, right. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I played JD,
1: who was running a point hunter list. Yeah. Okay, so listen to this. He killed... So, the final score was 40 to 28, and he killed two figures. Uh, I think he killed um, Greedo. Mm Mm-hmm. And he killed... Maybe Onar? No, he he didn't kill Onar. And this is
0: on Blitz where the points are worth like one each, right? Yeah,
1: uh they're worth two each. Okay, um, but he played. He just did all the things. He played price celebration, head, celebration, price in their heads, like all, all that, and all like he he ki- Like I'm not kidding. He killed two figures mm-hmm. and had 28 points. That's and I was nuts. like, wow, Like, yeah. those point hunter lists, man. They mm-hmm. and he Onar was at pretty, like he was pretty damaged. Mm-hmm. And I realized if I'm not able to get over 40. He is going to kill Onar, and mm-hmm. he will be over 40 by a long shot. Right. So mm-hmm. it was a really, really interesting game. But again, like I was able to out-offense him, and yep. so lo- only losing two figures, he still had a ton of points. But I removed a ton of material, mm-hmm. and like that was kind of the play. I just thought, like, I'll keep the offensive pressure up mm-hmm. and hopefully be able to swing around the objective game at the end. Right.
0: Okay, uh, round three. My round three opponent was Aaron. Oh, okay. Um, so this was on Tarkin. So he was running a scum VP points list with cats. Okay. So it was, like, cats, uh, Greedo, and Hondo are kind of his, like, other guns. Yep. Uh, so it's a pretty minimal offensive list. It does VP manipulation kind of stuff. Yep. This was also on, like, weapons. Okay. So, like, I was nervous about the cats. Yep. Um... So I was just sort of like, I'm not going to open my doors. I started sort of wheeling to the, in, the indoor to the side anger? of the map. Okay. He started going that way too, mm-hmm. um, but it was like I kind of I put Greedo more towards the indoor side and my and like three PO and stuff. Uh-huh. But I left my weak ways kind of between like my deployment and where the terminal was. Yep. So he was kind of wheeling that way. He'd opened his door. He took the treehouse side. Okay. He opened his door in front of his deployment zone to kind of try to get his cats into the action. Uh-huh. And then I and I was sort of like, I opened my terminal door to kind of try to tempt his cats in that way. And then I ended up pivoting back, and this was probably my favorite play of the whole game, the whole day actually. Yeah. So I pivoted back, opened my door. With pirates. With pirates. Took a range 12 shot with a blue die tool for the job. Focused hidden weak way onto Jabba. Oh my gosh. Hit the range, did six damage. Oh my heck. Right? Um, and then f- followed up with the other weak way to kill Jabba. Oh my so, gosh. So his Jabba was the first figure to die on the map. Wow. Um, he came in. That's he, a huge
1: tempo swing. Right.
0: Like he, so he had like Greedo with a red weapon in the treehouse and like a focused cat. So his cat flew in. Um, like attacked a weak way that I lambed mm-hmm. right so it was like the end of that whole sequence of trading mm-hmm. was I got his java and a cat for on the lamb okay that's like, right? a great trade and and that was a situation that like he'd never really run into before yeah but he was like oh like Jabba's like the whole list yeah right? exactly because like, like, I get cat, points from that he, like, it's his focuser it's his right. focus right and so it was suddenly it was like a bunch of his points in, against were out. Yeah, I had a huge figure advantage, and I'd already had a guns advantage. Yeah, and it was fairly like simple to clean that up after it. that. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: man, that's so interesting. I played Lucas Davidson round yeah. three, mm-hmm. and the story of this I got like I, it's actually interesting because I would have thought like prior to playing the list that Tarkin weapons was a really strong map for scum but it's actually not Mm -mm. because you're not going out to pick up guns right and they are with the lone exception being Greedo I always get a red gun on Greedo and man that's terrifying and so I was able to do a um, Greedo double pirate strength Mm -hmm. and number play on Vader and put him at like 14 damage or something Mm -hmm. and he just had to choke Chaba and run away and Mm -hmm. then I sent Onar in to clean him up and at that point like he knew Uh, I celebrated his death and Lucas was like "All right, well Yeah, that was a good game, Mm -hmm. you know? But, like, Lucas, it's so interesting. Like, I love playing Lucas, and actually, I think that's the first time we've played, but I love talking to him, because he is so smart, and, like, so game-sense smart, where Mm -hmm. things that I have to think about, he understands intuitively in terms of, like, trading material. I think it might be, like, a chess thing, maybe. I don't know exactly what it is, like, where where he learns the concept, Mm -hmm. but he just knows what needs to happen, and if it can't happen, what his alternate choices are, and if those Mm -hmm. alternate choices aren't available, that he's out of options kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I love playing against him. But again, like, Tarkin weapons, I actually would have thought that's a strong map for Vader versus um, Scum because they're able to um, close pretty quickly. Like, they don't have to open their doors if they need to, but it's just so hard to... Get to the pirates before they're able to focus up and like remove figures. Yeah, so. exactly. So,
0: okay, so round four. So round four was against J.K. Kay. So perfect mirror match. Yep. This was Rogue AI on yep. Tarkin. So and this was like so it was like you, if you got a three one we knew you were going to make the top cut. Yep. So we were both fighting for it, right? We were both two and one at this point. Um. So I. Um, JK sort of out-positioned me early on. He did some plays with Greedo to, like, pick up some points and, like, come in and threaten. Um, he ended up sort of bombing his Greedo in. So, and I made a huge mistake very early on. So he bombs his Greedo in. He takes a shot at my Onar. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, like, right around my terminal side of things. So mm-hmm. he's, like, opened my door, oh, yeah, right. shoots at Onar. I sort of look at that, and I'm like, okay, I get to shoot him 1st and I'm like, so I, I just need to try to kill him here so that his Greedo just gets one shot and then he's dead and then maybe I can catch up. So I throw, like, Onar's unfocused. I throw down a tools for the job. I throw in that red die and I roll my dice and I realize it's range four. Onar rolls range three. Oh, my god! And I've got no tools to fix that. Oh, my And god. so I, ju- I just discarded tools for the job. Oh, and that hurts an- so bad. With the rest of my attack. So Greedo gets that shot he it takes me like two like an extra attack to kill him, which and then he uses his parting shot to kill the Jawa. So it's like it cost me an extra attack. I gave him an extra attack. Yeah. And then I was just behind the whole time, and he was able to just like move weak ways around to scoop up points to get to forty, yeah. while I could do nothing at the end. Mm. So he beat me. Yeah. And there and so I was there at two and two and like pretty convinced I was not going to make the cut at that <laughs> we point. We knew. Um
1: talking with Lucas, the Swiss wizard, yeah. that he, he said it's possible that a two-and-two two gets it. Yes. Um, which is going to be you. Yeah. Um, but, like, in order to have that happen, there was just, like, a lot of crazy yeah. things that so Yes,
0: you know? so after I lost, I sort of looked over, and I saw there was another match that was being played between someone that was one-and-two and someone that was two-and-one. That was Grasser. It was Grasser versus Aaron. Uh-huh. And so it was like, if Aaron wins that match... i have like, got a chance. I've got a chance. And I, like, did the math, and I was like, I have a pretty good chance because... Uh, Your two of my opponents were three and one. Yep. Um, and my other two opponents, if that happens, will be two and two. Yeah. So, but I was kind of like, okay, it's out of my hands. Yeah. You know,
1: um, I played Sam, um, but we actually just scooped. Like we were, yeah. we, we played for a little bit. He like bombed his guys in and we were like just kind of dinking around, mm-hmm. but like we didn't care. We like knew we'd both made the cut. So yeah. we went to go see if we could try and record a little bit of a podcast, but the, it was so loud at the casino that like none of the audio turned out. Right. Okay. So top cut, um, it's you and me paired against each other. We were playing on mall, mall um, propaganda. It was yeah, propaganda, propaganda the posters. Um, and I will summarize this list to say, or this game to say that I a mirror match again. It right. was a mirror match again. Um, to say that I was, I made, I took a risk. It wasn't like a super high risk, but I took a risk that I maybe should not have taken. I mm-hmm. mean, obviously, like we look back in hindsight. Um, but what happened was I took a range nine shot on. Uh, Pirate at, with a focus. Pirate. I had tools in hand, but I didn't want to spend it because I played element. That yep. was why. And I didn't know if and I didn't obviously know if you had lamb. Yeah. Um, but I played element and missed range. And at that point, I was playing on the back foot because the, where I put the pirate, he needed to lamb in order to get out of yep. get out of dodge. And I was just like on the back foot, like yep. for the mm-hmm. whole
0: rest of the game. So. so and this is yeah. And the other thing that kind of happened as a part of that sequence, right, is that that shot was enabled because I opened a door yeah. to flip posters. Yep. So it was like first round, you had a slight lead in points. Yep. At the end of the second round, I, I had swung a back so that I had a lead in points. Um I had a lead in terms of poster control. Yeah. And you had traded um your element of surprise and you're on the lamb. Yep for basically nothing nothing like I, right. I i trade it for nothing right so there's a really interesting thing that happened in that game where we ended up playing through like the bottom corner where all the doors are was kind of one of our main corridors of combat which almost never happens on <laughs> yeah. that map. um so it was it, it was a really interesting thing like it all kind of swung around that one loss in tempo that you yeah. had um But there's a lot about that game that I find really interesting from a, like... It was a really, really...
1: I mean, I wish I wouldn't have made that mistake. Um, Mm -hmm. Or it wasn't a mistake. I wish... Well, actually, I don't know. I guess it was fine that I did it. Um, I wish I wouldn't have, though, so that we could have had a slightly more... um, Mm -hmm. Because I felt like once I did that, that I was kind of playing on the back foot to really, like, try and
0: catch up. Yeah, and it was... and, and, And I recognized that enough that I was sort of able to say, like, hey, I'm ahead on points. Yep. I'm ahead on stuff. Yep. I can pull back. Yep. I have to, I force you to pay the tax to come to me to exactly. make a play and then I can punch back. Exactly. Right.
1: Um, okay. So the final
0: yeah. Against Sam. Rematch against Sam. Okay, who would beat JK. Who would beat JK. Three of the top mm-hmm. four, three yeah. of the lists are double pirates. So. Yeah, yeah, so three of the top four lists. Yep. Um, And then one Spectre. Okay. Um, So it's maybe worth mentioning, so Spectre with extra armor right now is kind of interesting mm-hmm. because so you, they Sam puts the block tokens on Ezra yep. and on Kanan, yep. and then you take the damage token block token from Spectre cell at the top of the round and put it on Sabine. Yep. And so your initial approach is actually pretty similar, yeah. to what it was like before. It's probably about like three less block. Yeah, in it's terms about three of like less pro- block, and then you don't have the plus one damage all the time. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, but the approach is still you still get the the free attack. Yep. Right, Which and is the best and that's bar. that's still just an absolute like difficulty to and try just, and mitigate. Yeah, it's just a backbreaker, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So there were a couple of things that, like, went my way early. So I won the initiative roll, which was actually a pretty big deal. Yeah. I made kind of what was a, felt like a really bizarre choice in that game, which was I did not even move f- forward enough to claim my terminal. Okay.
1: When that, oh, we were playing it on, was on...
0: It was on the uh, gangsters. gangsters. Yep. Right? So it was like, I shot one gangster. He, shot, he, he killed two in the first round. Uh-huh. And I was sort of and like... And you took the better side, the bottom right side. Yeah. Yeah. It's the side that that doesn't have the, the T, T, but yep. has the more protected terminal zone, yep. right? So I sort of positioned in in my deployment and in the bottom of, of that section, that T section where, like, the terminal meets that other yeah. larger room. Yep. And so so he kind of moved up with Ezra first. Mm-hmm. The the first shot of the game was, like, I moved to focus Greedo up, played Element of Surprise, shot at Ezra. Yep. Because I, I sort of looked at it, and I was like, So he didn't play damage token because he was like, uh, I don't get to die here anyway. Yeah. So I shot at him, and I'm holding assassinate and positioning advantage in hand. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, either he lands. Or he's dead. Or he doesn't, and he's dead. Yeah. Right? So he he lands, which was fine. Mm -hmm. And then I end up sort of positioning Greedo such that, like, he's just going to get value. He's going to get a shot no matter what happens to him. Yep. Right. Um. I sort of started positioning towards the bottom left, like that room with the pit in it, yep. behind the doors, yep. um, expecting him to kind of come around the other side towards my terminal. Yep. And he sort of recognized that like he was going to get shot and taxed pretty hard coming that way. So instead, he he sort of moved all his dudes up behind the door the other way, and I fell back. Which is on the top of the pit room. Yeah, on the top of the pit room. Into the main room. Yeah, he was in the main room, basically all hiding behind this door. Yep. And I sort of started collapsing back into my deployment. And it was kind of the same thing that we ran into over and over and over again, playing against Spectre at Worlds. Yeah. Was like, so he would open doors. I would just kind of shoot at his stuff and say like, what can I kill? What can I remove? Yep. Because it's just like... Removing pieces is what's important here. Yep. Um, I had a pretty perfect thing line up where I killed Zeb in two attacks. Wow! It was like the second attack, I was gonna de- I was gonna take him exactly to twelve health, and then I dropped the assassinate. I love it. So it was like perfect efficiency yep. to kill Zeb. Um, Ezra's was a similarly like once once Lamb is out yep. like. The pirates will kill the pirates him. Pirates will kill him because right. they can re-roll his dodges, and he doesn't can, have like, plus one block, right, Which the, is a huge, huge deal. Yeah. So, um, there was a there was a so, but the main thing was that the way that I had positioned behind the terminal made it really difficult for Sabine to come in and get value. Okay, because usually she kind of camps up in that room yep. and like flies across the terrain to like throw grenades and shoot at you and stuff at your terminal. At your terminal, uses movement like movement cards to do it. Yep. And because I was positioned, like, one or two spaces back... Yeah. She had a really hard time getting shots, getting grenades, getting all that kind of stuff. And so I just, I just forced him to commit really, really hard. Yeah. And it was still close. Yeah. You know, like I said, like, we traded pieces. But I very much felt like I was, like, I was in control. I was ahead. I was taking shots and choices that I wanted to take the whole time. Okay. Um, so the other thing that happened is that the gangster rolls always went in my favor. Oh, that's right. I remember right. Sam talking about yeah, that. Yeah, like it was like, like... Ezra ate two damage. The, 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 the first one that dropped that was round two, I think it was, hit Ezra for two damage. Yeah. Round three, one drop that hit both Hera and Sabine for two oh, damage. Yeah. Like they net, like... So there were a bunch of things that kind of went my way from the random perspective of things, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but it was a well-fought, like, it was a close game throughout, and it just kind of came down to, like, who who has the most depth on the bench yep. after all the dust settles. and Turns out it's Scum Pirates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it is just such a
1: deep, continual puncher. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay, let's talk a little bit about... Um, let's talk about what we think, how the list fares going into, like, the final Worlds tournament. Mm-hmm. So, um, the list... Is everyone everyone knows the contents of the list. What what would you change? Like what would you what would you think like in terms of Janway's gonna run Hondroxabine? Mm-hmm. Like what do you think in terms of like um, changes that need to be made in order to make sure that the list can answer any problems that
0: it has at World? So I don't know that there are a lot of changes that need to happen. I think that Hondroxabine is probably its toughest matchup. I think so too. And you know that matchup a little bit better than I do. Yeah. Um, but it's, like, Hamdraxabine has kind of a similar depth of stuff. Right? Yes. But like They've Doubt, got a crazy depth of that, right? right? But, like, Doubt, he's pretty big yeah. in that particular matchup. Yep. Right? Um, the I'm not worried about it, like, coming up against Empire at all. Yeah. Like, in, like any map, like, maybe, not, maybe Blitz is a problem, but pretty much anything else, like, if you, like, you feel pretty comfortable going into that.
1: Are there any cards that you would add or drop? I so mean, let's say the meta going into the worlds is cats, mm-hmm. um, double pirates, scum VP, Sabine, Vader Jets. Let's say that that's like all everyone uh-huh. plays, which is not unreasonable to mm-hmm. expect. What would you like what do you think in terms of
0: I honestly don't know that I change much of anything there. Yeah. Like even like like cats can get you with that alpha. Yep. But even then, like like we've said, like you've got depth on the bench. Yep. Right? Like you can trade like a weak way for a cat yes. and still feel okay about yeah, that. Yeah, it hurts, but you're right. like, okay, I can but, do But this. it's a similar cost in points, yep. and it's not like they have more guns than you do yep. outside of those figures. That's right? a great point. That's a very, very good point. <laughs> and, and they're the ones that are sort of paying the, the tax of movement of the approach of taking the alpha strike. Yeah, and one of those
1: guys can land and the other one can't, Yeah, right? exactly. And that's all it takes, right? Like, and,
0: and that's the other thing, too, is that it's like you have all these hunter cards, you have these smuggler cards, right? You have... Six different figures. Yep. They can use all your best cards. Yeah. Right. Oh man, it's so true. <laughs> I mean, Onar can't land. Yeah. But otherwise, he's got 15 health, and he's yep. just like you love and it. And you can when even you're... do shenanigans like focus up a Jawa, and he can play tools, yep. and like. So it's like you—you you don't have the same kind of crisis where it's like, oh, if I lose Han before I draw Lamb, then yeah. I can't land, yeah. or or Ezra, or whatever, right? Yeah. <clears throat> you know a card I actually
1: think Mm -hmm. I would drop if I were to take the list of worlds as primary target. You think so? Only reason being, like, so like, it's awesome when you need to put damage into Vader, and it's awesome when you are ready to kill Han, but if you're not, it sucks to have that card in hand, knowing that, like, it's an attack that's just not going to work for you. Sure. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, like, what you would sub it for. Like, you could do black market prices Mm -hmm. or something like that.
0: So, primary target is interesting because you write that, like, in some matchups, it's kind of a dead card. Yeah. It's one of the things that kind of baited me to a miscalculation in my first match against Spectre. Yeah, where you took your shot on I Zeb. Where I took the shot on Zeb. Yeah. But also, like, in my second match against Spectre in the finals, yeah. uh, primary target was the reason I was able to kill Zeb in two attacks. Yeah, that's true. So, right? The pl- I mean, it's it's functionally an extra assassinate, right? right. Like, But you also get the free focus out of it yep. with zero tempo loss. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I don't know. I go back and forth on it because you're, you're yeah. right, obviously. It's
0: just hard to find, like, another one-cost card that's going to give you that much value.
1: No, I mean, it's cards like Black Market Prices mm-hmm. or, like – I mean, there's a few cards that, you know, mm-hmm. um, I think could sub in, but I don't know if – I don't know how solid they are. And a card that, like, people always ask me about when we talk about the list, but I think it's just such – Great value is extra protection. Absolutely. I mean, like people are like, I don't know why that has not been
0: like a staple. So, so here's here's the thing about extra protection that's really interesting. So you have to know how to play with it, even if it's not in your hand. Yeah. So because a lot of times you look at Onar and you're sort of like, he's this big health pool. Yep. I can dive him deep by himself to like Alpha a dude. Yep. And he'll be fine. He'll take a cost a lot of tempo to kill. Yep. Whatever. Um, But, like, one of the things that I noticed is that, like, the players that I have played against that are really smart, that know about, like, what extra protection can do... Yeah. Like, they always try to kill Onar first. Yeah. Because it's sort of, like, he's the only figure that can't trigger extra protection off of him, right? Yep. Um, And so you have, like... You have to kind of, with extra protection, play Onar pretty conservatively. Yep. You position him towards the back of your dudes yep. instead of the front. So he's giving blocks out. Yeah, so but he can give blocks or evades out. Yep. You can use that in conjunction with 3PO. Yep. And then you can sort of say, like, sure, or, like, your Ezra can jump in. Yep. And he can attack my weak way. Yep. Um, but, like, my weak way might lamb and then suddenly get attacked attack, a bunch of stuff. Yep. Or you might, like, roll low and do, like, four damage. Yep. Um, because I'm adding blocks, and then I get to play extra protection, oh, so good. and Onar will shoot him, and then like Onar will activate and yep. shoot him again. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know, exactly right. like like there's there's a ton of value out of extra protection. Yeah, I love it as a card. Mm-hmm. It it's, it's a card that requires a certain amount of finesse. Yeah, and it's a little bit counterintuitive with kind of how you expect Onar to run. Yeah, and so it can take some figuring out. Yeah, but I. Yeah, like... I treat it as, like, a reverse, Mm -hmm. like, miracle worker Mm -hmm. where, like, Onar
1: is MHD who kills things, right? Like, it's, like, his job is not... Like, you don't want him, mm-hmm. his value is not just in his health pool, mm-hmm. but what he is able to do in terms of, like, tempo swings, yep. right, and, like... So,
0: so X-Protection gives you a situational two movement points and an attack.
1: Yeah, which that's, is huge. That's functionally that's an spe- activation. That's also Spectre, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like, also Spectre, That's right? the
0: Spectre mm-hmm. card, Right. so... It's, like, your opponent has to opt into it, so it's not quite as, like, free, but it's also a command card that costs one point, yeah. right? And... It also can be dangerous enough that you can bluff it. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like like Sam will talk to you all day about how frequently happy he is to bluff on the lamb with Ezra Inspector. Yeah. Just sort of like, you roll as Ezra up there, and yeah. you're sort of like... Well, he's got lamb. He's got lamb, or else right. he wouldn't be that far forward. It's yeah. like, no, he, Ezra just wants to be far forward. Yeah. Right. And so you can position stuff where it's like... And even if you're doing that, like, as, like like r can still give you value as, like, a follow-up attacker at using get down to save a weak way's life yeah. without having to land for it, like all that stuff.
1: Right? Onar is also like, I mean, it's all he, you, <clears> it's like you said, you can bomb him up and, you know, force your opponent <laughs> to deal with him and he's a massive problem, but also Onar in the late game is like Vader in the late game, right? Yeah, like your opponent can a, just not have enough. Yeah. He's a
0: phenomenal closer. It's phenomenal, like, right? He He's a figure where it's like, like, so his health pool is really interesting because it's like not even hunters are going to kill him in a single attack. Yeah. Right? Like it's going to take at least two. Yep. Um it's sometimes three. Well, I mean like two uh, implies like two they're like dropping like gather yeah, like right. cards. And like like Onar is good enough with that health pool at 6 points that it makes me rethink the viability of the Bantha with a similar like health just like flat health pool yeah. for defense for cost ratio. Yeah. And, the re- I mean, the reality is, is that the Bantha, like, doesn't have the same, like, output for damage and the same, like, ability to, like, keep up and threaten stuff yeah. within the current map rotation that Onar does. Yeah. But just that ability to sort of say, like, okay, he's here, yeah. and if you want his six points, yeah, you're going to have to soak a lot of actions into him. Yep. Right? Absolutely. So, like, Onar's, like, crazy good. Greedo's crazy good. <laughs> Everything's crazy, crazy. Like, good. like you ask me this, like, hey, what would you change? Yeah. Right. Like the only may, like maybe hesitation that I have right at the second, and it's only because we haven't really thoroughly tested it. Is like, what about the mirror match where your opponent has Devious instead Bit of, of doubt. doubt? Yeah. Right in my head right now, I say like, I'd much rather have doubt. Oh, totally. Right. <clears throat> Cause you can play
1: around the fact that they're going to get, you don't want deep. Like we wanted devious in our previous list because we were playing specter. Yes. Who are not generating focus. Mm-hmm. And because <laughs> at the start of round two, Ezra's in your face, ready to kill you. Exactly. So, and so you need to be able to like, have initiative going into that so that you can scare your opponent enough into his keeping away, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Like, and that is just not a concern mm-hmm. that we have anymore. Yeah. We're not playing IG, mm-hmm.
0: right? So we're not, like, b- dive-bombing yep. people in. So here, here's the thing about doubt, right? Like, Because I think there's a lot of question about, like, the value of that particular card in the meta right now, right? Yeah. So here's maybe a, a good way to think about it, right? So if you're playing Rebels or if you're playing Scum, You're running... So Rebels are all running Gideon, 3PO. Yep. Right? Scum are all running 3PO and some combination of Gideon, Jabba, or both. Yeah. Right? Yep. So, like, at least round one, you're going to get doubt value, right? At at least. Right? And if you think about what those activations do, Gideon and 3PO especially, they're just a body. They're an activation that focuses. That's it. So... (laughs) And Threepio does that for two points, right? Yeah. I mean, you get you also get, like, the evade the eight, sometimes, yeah. right? But for the most part, he's an activation stall that focuses. Yeah. For half that cost, yeah. Doubt removes the focus. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's exactly right. Right? <laughs>
0: oh, man. Right, and it's going to and like, there are some things with tempo, you know, like, it happens at the end of the round, and yeah. so if they focus and then attack. Sure. like, sometimes you don't get it, you don't always get it, right? Yeah. But you also have this thing with the deplete, tough luck thing. It's, that saved so many pirates. Absolutely. Right? It's like, it's kind of like a soft on the land.
1: It is a soft on the land. Right? right. You can like force your opponent to miss range. You can take Vader, like this This happened to me, mm-hmm. um, where Vader rolls up, he rolls red, red, mm-hmm. yellow, He and he's got seven damage mm-hmm. and a surge. Yep. And it's like, okay, well and he, I'm like okay Scott you done with rerolls? rolls <laughs> he's done with three rolls okay reroll that red die tough luck it uh-huh now instead of doing four or instead of doing seven damage in a surge because i rolled a two block and i have got 3po and Onar, he's doing one damage yeah. right his like massive vader
0: swing that would have killed like could you just murder everything does one damage yeah. right and you're just like okay there same you go same thing against specter yes. right so like one of my most the most satisfying thing that i ever do with doubt is when Sam rolls up with Ezra, and he's like, okay, I play my damage token. I roll my, like, three dice. Yep. Right? I fix my beautiful die. Yeah, so he's like, I roll, he rolls, like, the the double damage on the green dice, right? And then he fixes that yellow die with Kanan's help to the damage surge surge. So you're looking at, like, six damage, No, it's, it's, and then the two surges are like, it's like eight damage, pierce three. And you're like, my weak way's dead. (laughs) Yeah. Right? But then, but that die fix doesn't count as a reroll. No, it does not. So, in response to that, you force and reroll it. Yeah. And then, like, you tough luck it or not. Or not, right? Because, like, you're like, what are the odds you're going to roll that again? Yeah. Then suddenly your weak way is alive. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's so cute. Like, it's just. It's like, like, even if you don't want to go so far as to say, like, it is another on the lamb, like, at the very least. It, it can have a single-use impact that is equivalent to, like, a Zillow discard. Yeah, absolutely. Right?
1: And better, realistically. Like, in
0: bed, like because you pick, like, you get a, you pick the moment that it matters, yep. right? So it's, like, <sighs> it's, it's all of those things wrapped up into this, like, one situation. It's... It's brutal. It's phenomenal, Yeah. right? And, and even against Empire, who don't have Focus Ramp... Yep. Like, every Empire list is running Thrawn. Yep. You're going to hit tokens. Kills the evade
1: that it's, Thrawn gives Vader. Yep, right.
0: It kills the evade or kills the surge token that Thrawn gets yep, that basically absolutely. guarantees that double surge for three damage. Yep. Like, all that stuff, right? And you still get all of that, like, reroll tough luck nonsense yep. that you can just do whenever you need to. It's so nice. Like, oh my it's. Gosh. It's pretty dang good. Yeah. Um, doubts a big deal. <laughs> like I like th- this this is maybe my like hot take for the meta right now, but I don't see a lot of reason to not be running doubt right now.
1: No, like why would you, right? Like, like what are, what definitely. are the matchups in which it is not if you're running tough luck. Mm-hmm. And even if you're not running into focus, just removing tokens and tough luck. Mm-hmm. That is a stupid good card, yeah. right? In mm-hmm. terms of the value it's giving you. Because think about it like in terms of effective health, effective damage, removing tokens, you're removing tokens. So every time you do that, it's like you have taken the opponent's effect. Right. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. for yourself. And so when you're doing it for free. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just one cost card. Doesn't cost you any actions and then you've got tough luck to save someone that you wouldn't have otherwise yeah. been able to save. It's just nuts. It's crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. So, so
0: So like I like Again, it's hard to say, like, maybe someone's going to figure out some secret tech, something, something. No. Maybe I'll be, like, eating my hat in a little bit. But, like, I honestly don't know that you change anything. Yeah. Like, I, going into, like, this is, like you said, this is an all-comers list. Yep. It can handle just about anything. Yep. It requires some finesse. It requires you to have a good sense for, like, what, what looking at the cards in my hand, what kind of plays does that yep. enable? absolutely. Right? And... The thing that I learned a lot trying to practice this thing, this list, is that you you don't need to be as aggressive with it as you think you do. Yeah. Right? No, like, not at all. Like, if, if you've been if you played Hunters in the Jabba's Realm era, or even in, like, the Heart of the Empire period, where you feel like, i got to get the Alpha Strike, you don't. No. Right? Like, you have so much ranged pressure. Yep. That you can push people off objectives. You can score objective points of your own sometimes with, yeah. like, a Jawa. Yep. Like... And, grito. and and the main thing is that if you if you leave objectives open, people are going to feel like it's safe for them to press forward and take them. Yep. And then suddenly you can punish that.
1: Yep, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, like, the list I want to run at Worlds is Grasser's Box, yeah. which is Hondrox, Sabine, MHD, Gideon, 3PO, R2. Yeah. And and Doubt. Yeah. Um, but, like, the thing is, I, I, I'm actually, I'm ninety percent positive that is the list i'm gonna run a world mm-hmm. i don't like that it doesn't have spies um but like that's just who i am because um, i realize like with hunters you would think like hunters playing into spies hurts mm-hmm. like it does hurt but like you you're like okay you're gonna get rid of my spy cards but also mm-hmm. i've still got six focuses right yeah. and so and this extra attack for like that list does so much without cards right yeah. like that is the exact list if someone were to say what list if say you play no command cards, what's the list you want to run? You run something like that, right? Because you're yep. just like, I'm going to keep that offensive pressure coming. But the problem is, is, if you're not running three focuses, doubt just breaks your back. Absolutely, right? like, yep. it's just <laughs> such a yeah. This card. this
0: is a conversation that J.K. and I have during practice that was really interesting. Is that like doubt's pretty clearly a card that was designed to say like, hey, focus is kind of a big deal. Yep. we need to slow it down. Maybe take some of the value away from focus. Yeah, you know, kind of like try and make that a bit of a tougher sell or give mm-hmm. lists an answer to it. yeah and the irony is that what doubt actually does is it makes you have to like triple down on focus (laughs) we're (laughs) like we're not gonna run two focus yeah it's like now like job is better yeah because doubt's in the game yep and so suddenly it's like hey like because because the diff the distance of difference between um one focus to two focus yeah um is quite a bit larger yeah or or sorry, the distance from 2 to 3 is quite a bit larger than it is from 1 to 2. Oh, sure. When you're having a minus 1 applied. Oh, totally. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, having 2 focus is a much bigger deal than just having 1. Yeah,
1: because, like, that mm-hmm. 2 focus means that's 2 focus pirates who are going to be able to ace a figure as opposed to not being able to ace a yep. figure.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it's a big deal. All, All right, right, Matt, well... So, one final thing that's kind of interesting to think about with LVO, right? So, okay. like I said, it was a small event. Yep. Right? 11 people. So you, so, you don't quite have the same, like, statistical shaking out that you do over, like, six or seven rounds of Swiss play in, yep. like, a 100-plus person event. Oh, whatever, totally. Right? But we had a lot of competitive players there. Yeah. We had a pretty broad representation of the meta, I think. Yep. Uh, or of, of, like, factions, right? Yep. So, there were, what, three Imperial players? There were,
1: I think there was more than that. There were five scum um probably two mm-hmm. or three rebels three rebels three rebels and, and then, then three, three empires, empires, yep, yep, right yep,
0: yep. so fairly reasonable faction balance yep. right like three of us were running the exact same list yep. right uh, we had scum vp with cats we had the box we yep. had specter we had vader we, we had yeah, two of two. the imperial spies mm-hmm. because Joey and the, Noah are both running. Yeah, out. there were four imperialists. Oh, okay, right because because there were two Vader lists and there were two non Vader imperialists. And there must have been in, a, there was a third rebel somewhere in there, and we must have only had four scum. Yeah, that's anyway. it, right. But like, so pretty broad representation across the board in yeah. terms of list types in terms yeah. of faction stuff. Because it was a small event, there was a lot of overlap in who played who. Yeah, right. It was like we played four Swiss rounds, so you play most of the field. Yeah, right. In a lot of ways, uh, top four cut was like also all very good players. Yeah, right? absolutely. And of the top four cut, we had a specter, and then three of this double pirates list. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, and and. So I, like I wouldn't want to draw too many conclusions about that. Yeah. But also like <laughs> that's like- that's that that's a pretty big. Yeah. Like like literally every person yeah. that was running that list made the top cut. Yeah. In yeah. the event. Right yeah. Now.
1: I mean, like we we practice a lot, but like I didn't lose a game in Swiss, right? Yeah. And and you're oh I guess you lost to Sam yeah. and JK. Yes. Right? Exactly.
0: The I lost to two players who also made the top cut. Yeah, and one right? of whom was running the, the, the same the list. list yeah. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I do think it is. I mean, I'm not like saying it's the best list, but because because like what that means to be the best list mm-hmm. in a field where like 50 people are gonna show up to worlds doesn't mean a ton, right? But yeah. like
0: I do think it's the best mm-hmm. list. Yeah. But but if you're if you're planning to go to worlds uh-huh. and wanna compete, yep. right, like you need to have a plan to deal with that list. Oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Like like I would say that is that's like enemy like number one.
1: I agree. Mm-hmm. I
0: mean if, if scum
1: players are running like scum hunter lists are running variations off mm-hmm. that um, like, there's, like, a 9-axe gun list. Like, those are cool lists, mm-hmm. um, but I think that fundamentally, like, the, the
0: efficiency of that list will just kind of grind them down. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. so... But also, like, Spectre with extra armor. Oh, my... Pretty solid stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and It's going to clean up a lot of, like... So, like... It'll eat d- Don't run Spectre, because no one likes <laughs> Spectre anymore. Except was going to run Spectre. It's, yes, I mean Sam's going to run Spectre, because yeah. he's Sam. Yeah, and he made top favorite worlds with it last year, yeah. so he knows I mean, stuff. But, like... But that's an option, yeah. right? So uh, I hope that it's pretty diverse out there. Unfortunately, I can't go to Worlds this year because you're um, having a baby. Because I'm having a baby, the a, same week. This is good excuse, <laughs> right? As good as they um, come. But so this, so one thing that I you know, I mentioned this in the Slack and some other places. But like this was a really satisfying like conclusion to Imperial Soul organized play for me. Yeah. Um, to to go out to sort of perform well at a big event um at the last one that i got to attend yeah. to home the trophy it was really really satisfying because your first one was a vegas tournament too right yes yeah so my very first op event was a vegas regional yep we road tripped out there had no idea how we were going to do uh one i won the regional beat Jorgen, right in the final uh, yeah beat Jorgen in the final oh, man um haven't won an event since i've missed the top cut both worlds that i went to okay um so it was pretty satisfying to kind of come back swinging after watching my other buddies in the Utah crew that that, awesome. I, that we are, play all the time do well at events, right? That is awesome. So, yeah.
1: Well, congratulations. Thanks. Well deserved. Well deserved. Um, and again, we want to thank everybody for listening and for supporting us so far. Like I said, this is the penultimate episode. What we're going to do next is we're going to have a final gathering around the board with me, Matt, Scott, and JK, just kind of like the, the the core crew. Um, we're going to do that sometime in the next few weeks. I don't know exactly. It's kind of going to be schedule-dependent. Um, but we're going to do that, and then we are going to be wrapping things up. I think we are going to try and record something in conjunction with Worlds, but that is so totally up in the air. And it's also two months away, so I'm not um, terribly worried about that right now. But again, we want to thank everybody... For listening, we want to thank everybody who came out to LVO, um, and people who commented and followed as it was going, going. It was a, that was a really fun tournament.
0: It was it was super fun. It and was super fun to hang out. Yep. Um. So like we got everyone playing Slay the Spire at yeah, the Airbnb. So like I got deathly ill on Saturday. Oh, that's true. Like. He <laughs> threw horrific, up on my car. <laughs> yeah, horrifically ill. Oh man! And still, like no regrets. Oh man, it was <laughs> right? Like
1: as as most people who end up puking on the strip don't have, have regrets. <laughs> Matt did not. Oh, yeah. it was a great turn. Yeah. it was fun to see like Zach. Yeah, um, yeah. Like Z- Zach Barry was he was a judging mm-hmm. Legion, um, and I spent the whole time having Legion envy and just thinking about how ridiculous it is that yep. that mm-hmm. game is as popular as it is. No, Pasana fun.
0: made the top cut for X-Wing you No, know I did.
1: Um, um, Hassan
0: did really well. I think he just barely missed the cut, yep. but he did really well. Yeah, we um, had one of our
1: one of our friends who came down with us made the cut in Destiny. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just a really... It was, was, yeah. was awesome. Played some in-person Blood on the Clock Tower. Played yep. Smash. Played a lot of board games, yep. actually, mm-hmm. the next day. It was fun.
0: Yeah. So, and I know this is a bit of a silly thing, but as we're kind of closing out official podcast support all organized play all that stuff so uh joey from arizona who's come who came out to lvo with us who came out to the utah regional yeah. he mentioned that just like he's expecting to just kind of plan to make a yearly trip out here to utah just to hang out with us yeah and we're more than happy to have him anytime that yeah. people want to come visit hang out play games but hang we're to do, like, I'm some gonna, kind of, like,
1: a mini-con or something like we, that. We've
0: got to do something like that. But. I mean,
1: there's so many resources available for people to do things like that. Now we're
0: absolutely going to do it. Yeah. You know, to get, like, Joey and, like, Craig's also from Phoenix. Like, there's yeah. just a lot of people that would be fun um, to have to come out and play. But if fun. you're in the area, please come and say hi to us. Hang out. We will make time to play some board games, do some stuff. Absolutely. Right. And, I mean, so here was the other thing that was kind of a highlight from LVO, which was, like, so most of us drove out there. Uh-huh. But, like... We, um, but I know that Joey and Jesse both flew in, and as we were driving back, they had gone over to the airport, and they posted a picture of them playing skirmish oh in the airport. At the airport, I And saw like, it. man, <laughs> like, props to them, like, way to send this game out in style. I know. You know? That was so glorious. <clears> oh, <throat> uh, leave it to Jesse. To Jesse, Joey, and Noah. Yeah. Jesse, I got to get a game in. That's right. He finally (laughs) got to play. Oh, man. Props to Jesse for running a great event. Oh, yeah. Jesse is just like,
1: he is the best at things like that because he knows his stuff. Which is like more more than we normally get.
0: More with. more than FFG staff can say. <laughs> yeah,
1: more than FFG. And he's just like so good about like he brought tons of like his own swag to give out. Yeah. Like
0: so, so we had a thing at the event where the pairings got spat out wrong. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. It was like round four. Four. Yeah. Round four. Yeah. And there were three players who were two and one and were competing for top four spots. Yeah. And we didn't get paired against each other. We all got paired down. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, what's going and on? And we here? all we we figured it out and we like had to pause everything yeah. and like Jesse figured it out and yeah. he got the pairings to rework. Jesse is and so the best. so that we could we, we could have an actual like reasonable top cut instead yeah. of just like the maximum west. chaos yeah. wild west of <laughs> Oh
1: man. Yeah. I love so that. it
0: was like It was great. It was was great. great. I I felt bad. I think you were,
1: like, asleep for this. Um, But while Jesse, uh, Scott, and I were driving back, we got in some kind of fight about philosophy, which spilled into the Airbnb. Oh, yeah. And so JD and his girlfriend, Nicole, are there in the Airbnb, and Scott and I are yelling at each other about, like, the nature of intelligible argument. And it was so – I felt like – I, like, realized, it was, like, one of those moments where you're, like, I forget that, like, not everyone is, like, how we are. Like, not, like, anything against JD and Nicole. They just didn't know no, us, no, right?
0: Hey, JD's <laughs> in the Slack. <laughs> JD's in the I'm sl- sure he knows. I don't <laughs>
1: think he knows that fast. And so, finally, I was, like, I realized, I was, like, guys, I'm sorry. Like, I forget that we get this right <laughs> when we're around each other. Oh, yeah. man. It we was, have, it was awesome. We have a good fun. It's a it, good time. It was good. It was good. Awesome. All right, well. Also, if you're planning to go to Worlds, you need to let us know if you're doing going to the Airbnb because I think JK is going to try and get that locked down yeah. pretty soon. So with that, Matthew, congratulations. Thank you. I'll we, miss all of you at Worlds. You will, and, we, and you will be missed. Um, and we want to, again, encourage everybody mm-hmm. to um, st- stay tuned in for all the details for Worlds. We're going to be trying to do a little bit more coordination this year than we did last in terms of, we did like dinner twice, um, twice in a row, but because we're doing an Airbnb, we're tra- probably gonna try and do a little bit more about that. So just stay tuned and we'll have those details for you as they come. If you're a patron, I have placed the order. I have paid the money to the manufacturer. I'm gonna get the tokens. When I get them, I'm gonna ship them out to you. And that is it. I wanna thank everybody for listening. Have a good night. Good night. Good night.